0: strike emotions and i knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions
2: can you yeah. imagine uh cult fiction starring goofy and uh mickey mouse
0: i can totally <laughs> imagine that you i'm sure somebody's written like that and with cheese in france mickey <laughs> what <laughs> boy hell <laughs> with cheese yeah i can totally see, see? I, I would i would watch the hell out of that movie yes i gladly saw sacrifice that my my progeny to you, a mighty Marvel beast. <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm, it's, um, it's my time. Uh,
2: how do you measure success? Hey, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Speak. I'm your host, Dave.
1: And I'm blue, apparently. I'm John. How you doing? <laughs>
2: double D, double
1: die. Yeah, double there.
2: <laughs> Double Ds? Wait, wait, who's got double Ds? Is it me? I've been going to the gym. It's getting better.
3: My wife, sorry, <laughs> set it up, knocking down. <laughs> All right. So how is everyone doing this week? John, I'm going to start with
2: JD this week, since you brought us down so quick last week. <laughs> it's true.
1: It's true. Hey, story. there were reasons.
2: <laughs> so how are you, JD?
1: Oh,
3: I'm a little lonely, or I will be. As I put it on my Facebook page, I am a 1B employee by the state of Illinois, so I get to get my COVID vaccine On Wednesday, the day that everyone will be listening to this, so yes, because we are returning to wrestling practice this week. Oh wow! Um, Yeah, I don't. Our season doesn't start till April, but we can have practices again. And my wife decided that because she's not going to be able to get the vaccine for quite some time, that it would be best off if I'm going to be around humans again to maybe leave. So my wife and my son will be staying at her father's, my father-in-law's farm for the next six to eight weeks. Uh, I, I get. It, doesn't de- Is it
2: calling? Isn't calling high school boys humans a
3: bit of a stretch?
1: Hey, well yes. that's true. Um, but
3: <laughs> especially mine. Doesn't that de- mine.
1: <laughs> doesn't <laughs> it depend on the vaccine you get? Like most of them make it so that you can't carry the virus, right?
3: Well, it's not only that, but it's four weeks in between, right? Mm. It's four weeks between shots. The two shots, then, right? Okay, and then two weeks to get it to yeah. like. There's another two weeks after the second shot till mm. it like starts to work. So we got about two months and. The wife and the kid are—they left this morning, and I'm home. And she took the—we have two dogs. She took the good dog and left me with the one that in the floor.
1: I hate to say this, JD, but that's what my ex, my last ex, did with my cat. She left me the two bad cats, and well, she's coming. The good ones.
3: That's mean because yours didn't come back. Mine's coming. We just <laughs> we just Facetimed. Mine's coming back. Are you sure? <laughs> uh, I she left me with the house that's like. Oh well, that's true. I believe it's in her name. So, I mean, (laughs) it'd be a mistake not to at this point. But, yeah, we kind of made this. This is the best decision for us because she's she's got some immuno issues. So she's been really cautious. And uh, I coached in an event on Wednesday that was supposed to be all masks and only a handful of people and was not that at all. So we decided that things needed to we need to be a little more proactive. And it is what it is. On the upside, I'm going to be getting a lot of work done, you know. Wrote three articles today. Took a break from the novel. You know, gonna get back on the novel tomorrow. So I should get a lot of work done in these next couple weeks. Working th- out, working. That's it.
1: You think that, but now that you have to do the house stuff, the house chores yourself.
3: What house chores?
1: Uh-huh. The dishes. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Like I'll be fine. Running <laughs> a house, running a house on your own is way different. Otherwise, I would have more time on my hands. But
3: I mean, like I don't do it. I mean, like I'm gonna eat. I went grocery shopping today. Okay,
1: that's good. I'm sure your wife is sitting there going, yeah, wait until he figures it out.
3: Well, no, I mean, we both work from home. I know what, we all know what it does. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing that I'm doing that I don't normally do, so.
2: Right. Hmm. And it's it's one person as opposed to three people right. making a mess.
3: Yeah, correct. And if I stay in the kitchen so the dog didn't pee on the floor, which hasn't happened yet. Comment.
1: <laughs> was that the dog peeing on the floor? No, it was me knocking, yes. on, me knocking
3: <laughs> on wood. <laughs> if that's the sound of a dog peeing on the floor, I have bigger problems. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of what's going on for the next few weeks. Going to do a lot of writing. Going to finish up a course I signed up for, never took. So doing two days a week coaching, fully masked, which is going to be kind of weird. Not for me, the kids. The kids have to wrestle in masks.
2: Oh, yeah. We'll
3: see how that works. It's going to be weird. Hmm. So
1: that's my, that's what I got going on. John, how are you? Well, we're in the middle of a snowstorm here. Oh, we yeah. Had,
3: we had it the other day. I, so I, I empathize with you.
1: Oh, great. So yeah, so since my since my neighbors the last storm we had, my neighbors basically I I loaned them my snowblower and they took it and repeatedly rammed it into a ice bank until it stopped working. so that's still in the shop in the wing for a part, so I had to shovel today and my arms are killing me. And it's not even over yet. Like this storm is so slow moving, it's gonna drop snow all night tonight into tomorrow.
2: I decided to shovel right before dinner just because I knew if I didn't and yeah. I want the shovel tomorrow, it'd be twice as hard. Yeah. yeah.
1: And because there's going to be temperature differences, like there's going to be ice layers on it now. So it's oh, yeah. better to do that then. Although my I'm out in the country, so as JD probably understands now, my driveway is about four or five times longer than yours, Dave. So at least.
2: Well, and, I, and, and and since I'm not driving, I didn't shovel the driveway, just the sidewalk and my steps.
3: Yeah. So. <laughs> we have a, <laughs> a nine-car driveway. And it's big. So yeah, It's awesome in the summer. But now this time of year, it really sucks.
1: <laughs> but no sidewalks because we're incorporated. That's why uh, you spend like three grand on a snowblower. <laughs> that's
3: why I spent three grand on a snowblower. Mm-hmm. I actually did that two years ago when I lived in a duplex and didn't need it, but it's all they had left. Now, really happy about that. Yeah. Yep. Took so, me 30 oh, minutes.
1: So you moved to oh, justify yeah, you your are. snowblower. Yeah, hey, that of? snowblower was $3,000, man. And, you know, <laughs> got to get your use out of it.
3: I did. Now I'm, I'm really happy about that. We joked about that too. We're like, wow, we finally have a job. We finally have a driveway that necessitates our snowblower. Mm-hmm. And after the two snowfalls we've had, the two major snowfalls of this year, yes, yes, it does. So I got no qualms with that.
1: So, Dave? Uh, oh, mm-hmm. sorry. I
3: thought you took a pregnant pause. I thought you were done. Continue.
1: No, I was going to say uh, otherwise, no, well, nothing else really. So, yeah, Dave.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm all right. I've had a
2: an interesting week. I've realized I get distracted easily. I've got like, you just realized that (laughs) (laughs) I've had like, I've got like five projects going on personal projects, you know, and it's just like, Oh, I keep like
3: scroll, scroll. I
2: I've been working on my music again and, and I have a couple songs. I started and then it's like, Oh, let me, let me finish working on that guitar. I was building. And I, now I work on that. And then, Oh, I wanted to, you know, I've been wanting to write a book for a long time. So let me start working on the outline for that. And <laughs> yes, it's 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 a hard time when you have time on your hands. It's hard to get focused. So yeah, that's about it. I mean, I had some good news family wise, but uh, I won't bore the audience with that.
1: Hey, I mean, you know, good news is always. You know, welcome after the last what year that we've had. So,
2: yeah, yeah, that's true. No, no, it's just it, it, let's just say with things that we've been talking about behind the scenes. You know, things are are moving in the right direction. It's good. And uh,
3: and yeah, that's about it. I dig and the I'm, guitar stuff you've been posting on Instagram. Oh
2: yes, yes. No, there's a there's a a guitar channel I listen to or listen to watch it on YouTube has a guitar contest coming up and it was like, oh, to win this guitar, I want to win it. It's a, it's a strat, but then it's got three mini humbuckers in it. If you're a guitarist, you understand what that means.
1: Does it have three little tiny Tims in it too? I'm, mean, like... And it's,
2: it's, it's, it's like, it's a, it's an American custom strat, but it's been, it's been pimped out.
3: I understood John's joke less than I did the original setup. I thought he said, I
1: thought he said it had humbuggers in it or whatever. Hum fuckers oh um, mother of
2: <laughs> there's two there's basically two kinds of guitar pickups there's single coil and there's humbuckers so anyway Finty. i really want to win this guitar so it was like you enter it online and then it's like if you want more entries post this on instagram and post this on a facebook group and then post this here and i'm like okay Oh well, I could post it in our Facebook group, and I can use our Instagram. <laughs> so that's why I was posting this stuff. Fair Works. Enough. Yes, exactly. So look
1: cool too. Look
2: cool. Oh, the red guitar. Yes, I
3: thought it looked
1: cool. I clicked like.
2: <laughs> yeah, John
3: barely goes on Instagram.
1: Yeah, every once in a while I go on see how some of my family's doing.
3: I forgot. I sat in. I did a um. A writer an online writers convention mm-hmm. that like was supposed to have like a hundred people, had three attending, and I was supposed <laughs> to talk for an hour, which with no one is talking to. You figure for me it'd have been easy. After <laughs> a half hour, I I ran out of stuff to talk about. So I just kept going on. And I'm like, I do this podcast. I do this podcast. And I mentioned superhero speak and one of the writers there said they had done an interview with John, and said so she knew John O'Grady. Now, you're going to ask me what was her name, and I'm going to tell you, I don't remember. Don't know, right. Now. And I was looking on Facebook to see if I can find it, because it was a Facebook event, and I cannot find the notification. Damn it. So. What's... Yeah, said so John likes to
2: interview a lot of authors when we go to the convention, so. Yeah, I know. It She's could like, have oh, been he... a slew of people.
3: He's a nice guy. I said, yeah, yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes thanks man I'm kidding I'm kidding I sung your praises I want people to listen to our show all three of them
1: so <laughs> hey speaking of, speaking of people that know about our podcast so I forgot to mention Sophia no I the no, same uh,
3: thing I wasn't going to make that joke because I thought it skewed too old yeah.
1: well of course I we both got it we all no, got no, it Sophia Sophia from the photographer that we worked with sometimes you know she 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 messaged me last night just uh, told me to tell tell hi say hi to everybody so hi oh um, hello sophia so
2: are you watching the show now or are you just listening
1: i have no idea if she does you, you know she, she's busy yeah, with stuff We're stuff on and youtube things.
2: now stuff yeah, things
3: she, she can't stuff respond she can't answer we're not live this isn't WandaVision. we're not wait, wait we're not live yet it could be WandaVision. it should be WandaVision. i think John says we should talk about one division <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs>
1: It was it was only a subtle hint.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's a good one. So hey. so so last week I made a bold prediction. Wait,
1: I? wait, let me bring up my notes here. I've got let's see what what page should we start with? Mm. Uh, okay, go ahead.
2: I said you won't be disappointed. Were you guys disappointed? Not at all. See? See, I lived up to my word.
3: Nope.
2: I do not lie to our audience.
3: So before we talk about the episode, I have heard quite a bit of blowback. From the show. So are you mean. For the pacing or what? From the pacing. from About the pacing. My brother in particular, who is not as comic literate as me, was like, I don't know what's going on here. And he hasn't gotten past the first
1: two. Well, he was like, he's in the same boat as everybody else.
3: Right, right. (laughs) But I mean, like, again, I said, well, because. I said, well, because. And I was saying, I I, I cheat. I got the cheat code. I kind of know what's going on. Because I've read like a thousand comics on the subject. So I kind of get it. And he's like, you know, there's, and he, he brought up some really good points as to flaws in the show right now. And I said, well, I do think that if this had dumped it once, it would change the viewing experience. And I do think that's why one and two were posted at the same time, because they're pretty much the same episode. Hmm. But I promised him by
1: four things started to pick up. So You know, pe- people, so, like, people like that were like, oh, Lost was so great. You know, it was a mystery. Every episode, it's like this. It's like, why, you know.
3: My brother was not well, that person, but yeah. Well. Um, yeah. I'm going to
1: say that I've had people like that though. A, a lot. I've talked to people like that, that were just, you know, like they, they, they're the same people that were telling me "Lost is great. You know, but, but with just, this, it's like, uh... I saw a
3: headline saying there's nothing wrong with WandaVision. You forgot how to watch TV. Yes. yes. I, saw, I saw it on yes. Facebook yes. too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, they're right. Cause we've in this, in the binge content era, We've forgotten how to pace television. Like, television is not supposed to be all answered at once. Look, That's uh, why it's television. Look at all the people that complained about the boys
2: doing it this past season. Well, we complained going about week- the boys. <laughs> it's kind of our gimmick. Right, right. <laughs> but they complained about them going week to week, you know, and, and and that's because they're like, no. We, and, and people are like, oh, they're just trying to get us to, you know, keep our subscription, blah, yes. blah.
1: Well, and yeah. that I mean, might yeah,
3: be. That's the idea. <laughs> that might be partially true, but I do think the... <laughs> How dare they Is try it, to generate
2: me funding for the media they're providing us. But I also think there's an aspect of, you know, keeping the show and the zeitgeist a little bit longer than that weekend, you know, that it comes out.
1: People like that do not remember are, you know, are too young or just don't remember the good old days of the 70s and 80s when you are you first off the show was on at like at a certain time. And there was, you know, that was it. Right. Like if you missed it, you missed it, it was gone into the ether, never to exist again. Well, the, it, the, the, if you it, unless like 20 years later you might you were lucky enough to get reruns. Then if there was a commercial break, you had to time your commercial breaks so you could run and get a drink, run and get some popcorn or something or a snack on, or do you go to use the bathroom and like hurdle over furniture to get back before the commercial finished. And, and there was, and there, and there was always, you know, somebody in your family going, hurry up. It's a, it's back on. It's like, you know, you're
3: right. And it, that was the nineties too. And that's why you didn't get a lot of continuity heavy shows. This is why people don't understand the difference between episodic and serialized True. television. No. Episodic, t- episodic TV is where, you know, you have a episode, like one thing happens and not much really changes Gilligan's Island being the, the best example of episodic where you could just, watch any episode, you know what's going on. Serialized television is your, you think the soap opera is probably the best example, was you have to be steeped in the continuity of a show to mm-hmm. kind of jump in. And there wasn't a lot of that back in the day because of what John's talking about. It's too damn hard to follow, much like comics. Like you didn't know it was going to show up on the newsstand every once. So you couldn't afford to have, you know, stories carrying between. Right. The world has changed. The game has changed. DVR, especially in DVD and later DVR, definitely changed that where you didn't have to have a quote-unquote like a monster of the week show you could tell a long-form story because like time is not of the essence but you like you're right john we have completely forgotten how to do that we want everything even our 15-hour television programs right now all my answers right now i'm willing to sit here for a day and a half but i want it now
1: yeah and that's a good point because you know back in the 90s or actually late 80s um early 90s when everybody started getting vcrs it's like they set the VCR to record VCR is if for those two, too young had they actually had like actual magnetic tape and would record the show. And you would have to fast forward by rolling the tape. Andy found, but anyway, so and- you that that's how you would that that you could record it. And that's when shows like that started to come out because they knew people could record it and then watch it later and could, you know, could follow along because they wouldn't miss an episode. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you missed an episode of the regular stuff, you were dead. <laughs> you were gone. Right. So you were going to say... Andy
3: founded one of my VHSs and was like completely perplexed as to what this thing is. That's a movie. He's like, how's this a movie? He's like, how's this... Well, the movie's there. You put a machine and it plays.
1: What? What? You're you're fooling me. Like... (laughs) This, yes, is a, yes, this is – how big were your thumbs back then? This is a thumb drive. It's, it's like, like, well, yeah, like... he doesn't even know a thumb drive.
3: He doesn't know what a thumb drive is. He knows you press a button on yeah. the tablet or a button on the t- on the remote and the sh- the show comes
1: on. God, even Blu-rays are starting to – like, I mean – Starting –
3: Blu-rays never started. Like, Blu-ray, you had to be like a, just a movie snob to collect Blu-rays. That never really got off the
1: Okay, ground. just don't – I will never pan over to that side of the room then. I'm the same just... way. I'm a, I'm a movie snob, <laughs> so I got
3: a ton of them too. But like, yeah, man, it just – we live like my little guys grown up a completely different world of media consumption. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and like these people are going to be him 10 times worse. He's going to be 10 times worse than them. Yeah.
1: Because they've gotten so used to over the last 10 years. It's like, go to YouTube, watch mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. Don't worry about no, you know, what, what's a commercial. And now it, it's like, they're being forced to wait between two, between two for, cause they either have like, it's like you said, the media companies have to support the, this content somehow. You either have to be forced to watch commercials or you're gonna to have to watch it month to or week to mm-hmm. week and have a have the subscription.
3: And because of social media, we have instant gratification for talking about the show. It used to be you had to wait till work the next morning and gather around the water cooler and talk <laughs> about work and talk about it at work. Now we don't have work or water coolers. Mm-hmm. So
1: Oh, you know you know what the the guy the, the guy who does the screen the was it the screen rant? What is it the pitch meetings? The guy who does pitch yes. meetings. Right, he did a he did he did a, a quick skit. where it was like you know, memes back in the nineties, it's like you know, one guy comes, hey, there's a meme, or, there's such and such, and the guy's like, yeah, okay, so let's plan something out. We'll we'll glom onto that meme, and you know, in two weeks we'll put out a video. And then in the year, you know, in twenty twenty, it's like the guy runs, and he's like, there's a meme, and the other guys on the computer, he's like, all right, I'm getting this, I'm putting this, I'm photoshopping. And the other a- guys like memes over. <laughs> it's
2: like, it was, so, the, they were talking about the Bernie meme. Yeah. Oh, let's make them doing this. And it's, uh, somebody already did that. Oh, how about this? Oh, somebody already, ah, it's over.
1: Your, your dad just posted that meme. Oh, well, the meme's dead then. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's like, you know, it, it, yeah, things are at lightning speed these days.
3: Lightning speed, man. And we, like I said, we it's so interesting because like we've gone away from the film, which is like the ultimate expression of, you know, boom, storytelling. And now we've. Mm we're asking people to give more of their attention and themselves over with smaller attention spans and more irritable viewing habits. It's very interesting when
1: you think about it. Yeah. Which is funny because the way Marvel has approached this entire movie universe thing. And now this, the TV show aspects of it, they are masterfully pacing this out, giving us, giving us a, just, just bringing us along and, and making everything pay off, as well, long as you're patient enough to watch it all. You that's know?
2: The, I mean, that's the other thing, right? You you just said it. Marvel, it's all been movies so far. This yeah. is the first, I mean, with the exception of... The first the,
3: real one.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, with the exception of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the, the stuff on Netflix. But this is, you know, the first big one with the characters from the movies, so there's more people interested. But we're used to having a two-hour movie where we get the whole story... Sit there for two hours, boom. Now this is like, oh, we're breaking it into nine half-hour episodes, or,
1: or the Netflix ones where they just, you know, you binge-watch because they post them all at the same time.
3: And it's and it's so. not even like they're asking you to digest a lot at once. They were, they're giving me half hour. I told my brother, he's like, if you give me, if you can't tell me in an hour, I'm like, they didn't say an hour. I told you in a half hour. That's the that's the shortest viewing experience that you've had since the sitcom watching. Yeah, right. Like it's not challenging to you. I mean, like I get the story. If you don't know going in what's happening, if you're expecting, like we talked about last week, if you're expecting Marvel boo boo, boo stuff, this is not that right. But and
2: the tone is so different from what yeah, we're used to as well,
1: super different.
3: Maybe hey, we should talk about the show.
1: Yeah, we should.
2: <laughs> so, so yeah. So this week it was uh, they took us on the outside and what's been going on outside of Westville, which doesn't
1: exist. This whole episode was complete payoff. Like this this, complete and, payoff. and the funny thing was, I was, I was telling somebody else on, on Facebook, after you've seen this, most of your questions will be answered, but you will have a whole buttload of new ones. Oh, questions.
3: Well, well, uh, yeah. uh,
2: okay. Okay. Let's address that elephant first. They still really haven't explained what's going on, what caused this or anything. They just showed us what's going on in the outside world, and we know that it is something that Wanda's doing. She's in a bubble inside this town in New Jersey westville new, uh, new jersey and no one can get in or out or if you go in you get sucked into the world and no one can go out unless wanda shoots them out it's
3: wanda says so it's wanda's in control like that's what Ram monica tells us at the very end It's right. all, all wanda but she's not john john you were right i was wrong wanda's been in control the whole time Maya but somebody's still controlling
1: her i don't know i, I... thought so originally well Look... Look at her reaction after she push it, pushes Monica Rambeau out. She looks at her hands like, "What is this?" And she starts. She just has a moment, and and between that moment and the moment when Emma Caulfield cut her hand and a few yeah. other things, she, she's also being controlled. She's the one creating the reality. She's yes. the one I think, doing all that. I'm I, not so. Sure, I'm not so sure she's the one that's causing all of the. Was it the the amnesia? Right, I think I think that might be Harkness, or that yeah. might be <coughs> Mephisto. I mean, it. I think. I think it's out to be Mephisto.
2: Is she controlling everything, or is she? Is it? I'm not. I'm sorry. Is it that she's being controlled, or is this a story where she's realizing how powerful she actually is? She's never done all of this before, and it's you know, it surprises her when she's able to do stuff.
3: I think you got. I think you're onto something. But I think John is too. I think there's definitely the Strucker. The Strucker commercial is one that keeps ticking in my brain because yeah. Strucker was controlling them. So it makes me think that Agatha— that's clearly Agatha Harkness. It makes me think that she is probably a puppet master in this. In all of this, I don't now, know her
1: reac- Her reactions. That I mean. That's see the thing. So, the thing no is, hole. I think. I think. I think one of these. One of these threads is a troll. Right, because you yeah. got Agatha Harkness, which brings in the possibility of Mephisto. But some of her reactions in her acting, when when she's talking to Herb at the wall, you know, and she turns around and says "shh," and the look on her face is fear, not like Puppet Master, right? Not- yeah, that's true. But I think that, she, but I think she's in on it in some
3: way. She in some way, yeah, yeah. My question is, are they going to give us Mephisto? Because that's a big, that's a big leap for this cinematic universe to give us the devil like i i want it because that's that's the story we were given but i just like feige tends to he used to pull back a lot and then he's given a lot in recent years right i don't know if he's gonna go all in with the devil well, well let's just hope because even not- hellstorm's dad wasn't the devil on that show
1: yeah but let's just hope it's not an iron man three with, yeah a, with a ten rings fake out you know oh, i agree like, you know, I I like Well if you're going to if you're going to push like the things that Agatha Harkness, wait, let me look at my notes. So the thing that A- Aga, Agatha Harkness has said, like, Dottie is the key to everything in this town. And the response is devil's in the details, Bev. And then and then Agatha says that's not the only place he is. So okay. I missed that line. Yeah. And then there's okay. and then there's this, the line for the children. Well, you guys know the storyline better than I do. Well, they're
3: creating the children, They need right. to create the children. That's okay. yeah. the idea. and okay, and,
1: okay. and there were didn't you and Agnes was constantly pushing Wanda to have children.
3: Right, Dave's about to explode here.
1: <laughs> yes, go ahead, Dave.
3: Oh, so you paid. You also no.
2: <laughs> you
1: obviously wait. Okay,
2: so you, you obviously paid attention the closest, and this is the moment I was waiting for, and maybe this is going to be in a next episode or a, or a later episode. They started identifying all the townspeople. Right? I got yeah. that
1: in my notes, too. I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're going to say. Go ahead.
2: But I was waiting for them to mm-hmm. say they didn't know who Agatha was. Like, yeah, they didn't mention her. She's, they didn't she's, min- on
1: the, she's on the board, but the others have driver's licenses. They've identified them. Right. They haven't identified Agatha, but the only other person who's not on the board at all is Dottie, Emma Caulfield. Hmm. The, the, huh. the, the one who was running the For the Children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, yeah, right, right, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she wasn't even on the board. So she's either, she's either Mephisto or or she, or, or you yeah, know, or maybe she's like the person that Wu was, you know, the the person in witness protection, but he did refer to that as a he, so I'm not sure. That's another thing. Who was the, who was the person in witness protection? Yeah.
2: And is, here's the ultimate question, is Vision dead and she's reanimated him? Because it was yes. like Savannah was relie- relieved yeah. for a second and she saw his dead body talking to her.
1: That I am almost absolutely sure of that she is, she's reanimated him, but she can only, I mean, I, as lo- as far as I can tell, she's the only, she thinks that she can only have him there in that reality that they can't leave. Because that, that was what she said to him in the last, like, this is our home now. You know, it, mm-hmm. he said, we can go anywhere. Uh, no, this is, we got well, we to stay
3: here. I think Vision is alive, but yeah, I think, I think that Wanda has reanimated him because he's acting like someone who's, he's acting like everyone is in on this, but him. And we're, the audience is Vision, basically. We are experiencing this, experiencing this with him because we're entertained,
1: but we don't have any idea what the hell's going on. And I think right. Vision's in the same boat. Well, again, I, I'm not, sur- like, I think... Like some, some of the townspeople seem to be like fully in character. Like they don't know what's going on. And Monica Rambo, her, her you know, reaction. Laura. Yeah. Her reaction was like, what you, you can barely catch her whispering it. When Wanda says, who are you? She's like, I don't know. That's what mm-hmm. she was saying. Mm-hmm. And, but then you get to like Herb and Agatha who are sitting there. They obviously are playing parts. They're obviously not. You know, they're obviously not. uh, At the same time,
3: they knew at the same time they knew that Monica didn't belong. They're like, she's got no home. Right. Right. You know, and it's interesting. I thought it was a conscientious choice of Monica to wear that sword pendant. No, it was. It was her ID.
1: It was her ID that transformed. Oh, is that what that was? Called? Yeah, if you yeah. look when okay. she was pulled in, she had her ID around. The, uh, around and her and neck then when and she
2: blows it. back out, she's got the ID back on. Yeah, yeah. same way the um, same
3: way the drone transformed. Okay, exactly. Yep. And the beekeepers. Were and the just beekeeper
2: just, was the guy in a radiation suit, hazmat yeah. suit.
3: Oh.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, All right. Go ahead. Since we since we're going down this road, this is a Wandavision podcast now. Did we uh, this, is, this is what we do. Hey, did you guys it's that see? Good. I, mean, I know. Did you guys see the spoilers that were dropped for next no. episode? Yeah, God, I did. no, no. Oh, there was. A, do there I have was, to leave the show for a minute? There was video that was released. They said that it might it have been a trailer. Te- they said trailer. it was a trailer, but they kind of reveals something big in this
1: trailer. Well, no, there there were. I mean, some of the scenes in this "quote unquote" trailer for Episode Five, we've actually they've actually had in trailers from before the show even started.
2: Yes, but there's two things that happened in a trailer they didn't show before. True. That kind of go with one two things that we've talked about on this podcast: yes. one tonight and one last
3: week.
1: Not sure. Now to look. Is that my list? Okay, so I mean, so, like these these aren't spoiler Spoilers. I like this is a trailer that they've so put out. there's a oh
3: okay there's a there's a dis there's one there's a Disney Plus. Same. okay, I'll be back in two minutes.
1: Okay, Kona uh, <laughs> Cone, Cone silence. Go, go. Hold on. I'm I'm just I'm hitting mute on the mic. Okay. So <laughs> while he's doing that, um, all right, Dave. So here here here's a fun fact. While while he's doing that, they talked to Darcy. Darcy. Darcy, I love Darcy. He left. <laughs> That's okay. He, he, he'll come back. He's in the co- he's in he's in the Kona silence. Darcy yes. came back, and one when, of my favorite characters when they when they asked her. What what she was finding, she said, it was CMBR, and it was you know it was emanating from the town. CMBR is cosmic microwave back, background radiation. Uh-huh. It's it's left over from the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. It's the same energy that created the the Infinity Stones, uh-huh. and which is this, which apparently seems to be the same energy that Wanda is now controlling. And and guess and 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 the funny thing is. In old cathode ray tubes that were picking up, yeah, you pick up, for those too young to remember, um, <laughs> you would pick up TV signals from an antenna. Every house had an, an antenna on it. And when you, when you were between channels, it would be this black and white fuzz. About 1% of that fuzz is CMBR radiation being picked up by your antenna.
2: <clears throat> right, right. Yes. Where this was the opposite, where... They were picking up the radiation, and then she was like, "Wait a minute! There's something else in this radiation," and it was a television signal.
1: Right, but yeah. the thing is, like, it all comes like this was so well thought out. I mean, like, you know, everything is the scientifically that's possible.
2: What I found funny about that scene and JD's, unfortunately, JD's works in this world, so he appreciate this more. Is the fact that they she went and got an old television, yep. right? Where it's like they didn't need. To get an old television, they just needed a television with an antenna.
1: Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, they, there's no interconnect. Like, if you ever tried to, like, I have an Atari twenty six hundred in my in my garage. There's no way to attach it to modern TVs. Like, you would, ra- I would go to Radio Shack and pick up a connector or three connectors to chain along to and connect it. But Radio Shack's out of business,
2: so it's there's, like you can still do it. You can find the parts. No, I, I'm um, sure, but
1: but I'm really saying hard.
2: like. But, like, a lot of people can put an antenna on a regular flat panel TV and pick up a signal. You don't need a tube television to do that. Right, J.D.? I, I, I saw I – saw, wait. I,
1: I saw one YouTuber say, you know, why she could have just turned around, raised her hand, and asked the room, hey, any retro gamers here? And one of them would have had a CRT. <laughs> so,
3: yes and no, because, like, the 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 broadcast waves that – TV is screened at now are not the same broadcast waves they were screened at. Right,
1: 1990 or 1997. The Communications was... Act of 1997
3: didn't 1997. go into effect till 2007.
1: Okay, that was... But like... I
3: mean, yeah, but that's when all the channels were bumped up. So like, you know, when did Chicago NBC Channel 5 is no longer on that same frequency, right? right? The it's same frequency a... as CMBR. Which Correct, right. which is like, it's a, little, a lot higher now. So just yes and no, it's more of a, it's more of an art thing than anything else, but it makes for a fun... It makes for a fun little uh, tweak. So I saw that trailer. I got no idea what you're talking about, as far as spoilers go. I feel like I know less about this show having watched <laughs> that trailer, and I've been watching everything So maybe no.
2: See, I don't think it's a trailer. I think these were actual leaked scenes. I
1: don't think it was leaked scenes. I saw it in a trailer. I... Right, what are we guys talking about? Because was... there's no, right, there's no way, Disney leaked a scene on this. There's let's, no way that Marvel leaked. Let's go scene with on the this. Visions Dead
2: thing in the okay. in the in the, tra- in the in the trailer. You see Vision walk out of the bubble.
1: You see him go to the bubble, and you see it. Well, no, I, no,
2: he actually steps out, and he like falls to his knees. Real well, quick. it
1: was. It, you don't see that. You see the the, the the floodlights behind him, and you see him kind of fall out. But that's about all it said. And then, know.
2: and then he gets sucked back in. And I didn't see that part. One of the twins. Oh, see, that's the thing. And one of the because one of the twins goes, "Dad's in trouble." I was huh. not in
1: the trailer. That was not in the trailer. Either. Yeah,
2: the scenes I'm talking about, these were leaked scenes that came how, out.
1: That would be Stop. Yeah, first off, flag. Stop. Second off, how, <laughs> how like seriously, like where where are all of the lawyer ninjas from Disney and Marvel at that? Oh, point?
2: Th- this video keeps getting taken down, but then it keeps getting reposted.
1: Yeah, but who, whoever posted it is like double fired. I mean, like they'll never find his body do that kind of thing that kind of thing doesn't happen with Marvel. Okay. Unless it was Tom Holland. Then for some reason, though. Then it happens him. all the time.
2: They should just give him. They should just give him. Well, and then there was. there. there there's yeah. one other thing that confirms something else that we talked about last week. And I will just leave it at that.
1: Let's leave it at that. Yeah. I don't want a spoiler. But there are glitches in the Matrix. And we're going to see some glitches really... in the Matrix. So there are. But there's Jerry, always glitches in the Matrix. So let's talk about how just freaking
3: fantastic Elizabeth Olsen was this week.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I think
3: she might get an Emmy for this stuff. I hope you know she's all over the place on this. Like, like doing the sitcom thing, and this week she was like malevolent. Like, she was like, "Oh, House of M," or no, no, Avengers disassembled Wanda. And like at that point, I was like, I was like, dude, she could be the. I'm half convinced she's the next. I said, Michelle, I'm like, this could be the next Thanos. It could be Wanda, like. Do you have to I wait till ho- your hope- wife gets back before you can continue watching? No, we're going to talk about it every Monday or every okay. uh, Friday morning or every All Saturday right. morning. We're going to discuss it
2: together.
1: I, I okay. hope she's not, you know, because that always makes me feel like...
2: John, you, know, you should see be the Fetcher's disassembled.
3: Yeah. As a pro wrestling fan, there's nothing I appreciate more than a nice heel turn, like a nice because when you're invested, because that's when it really works, is when you're invested in a in a hero and then they go bad and it, it hurts more.
2: It's like uh, there's so many people I've seen talking about, oh, Wanda's going to be the villain in Multiverse of Madness, and everyone's like, I said that. N- not just, I mean, yes, right, no, but said I, I said it uh, last week, but a lot of it's people, keep, <laughs> a lot of people are saying it on the internet, and then people are like. Oh, how could she be the villain? She's one of the good guys and it's like That's read it read uh disassembled, read House of M, and you'll understand how she could be the there's, villain.
3: There's an argument out. There's people that say that Wanda is more effective as a as a uh, hero or excuse me, as a villain than as a hero,
1: you know? Well, Possibly. that's because her pe- She's so powerful. That she, she is so her, powerful. You know? She becomes a little Jean Grey redundant,
3: but you know she's got the. has got a lot more baggage, and then she's more and she's more interesting. I know this has been retconned, but it needs to be retconned back where she's Magneto's daughter, because that makes them way cool.
2: Right, right. But yeah, you, you have an excellent point there too, because it's like when Jean Grey does it, she doesn't really have the baggage when no. she becomes Phoenix, but right. Wanda. Has the baggage and yes. it makes more sense. That she Especially evil. in
1: the MCU, I mean, well, she, so far she what she oh, yeah, yeah. she had her her brother die and then she had Vision wiped out right oh, she's got okay, mean, let's go be- yeah, in front. Oh, she way more baggage. Yeah, yeah. Let's go before. Well, yeah. That,
3: that would turn somebody. I mean, but let's let's look at like what they were before. Like the first the first glimpse you see of the twins is at oh boy, I think it was at Winter Soldier.
1: Yeah, when they were in the when they were, they in, were the, in the room and they yeah, were they're in like the two- with their. And they're like using
3: their powers like like you can like you can clearly see they're not all they're not playing with a full deck and it's Mm -hmm. like Wanda finds purpose with the Avengers and it's hinted that Strucker gives them the power. It makes more sense if Strucker like abused them for their power, you know, and that's also scarring.
1: Or like maybe what? activated their x gene but you
3: know that's it's <laughs> possible that's, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. All, like, all, all I'm all I'm saying mm, is that I went on Disney plus 2 days ago and all the x men movies are on there now
3: they are all on there now like yes. this is the i mean this is the point to like the x men are the, are the are still the, the most successful series that Marvel's ever done like it's time to start thinking about incorporating them. And there's no better way to incorporate them Wanda, than Savannah. using Wanda. Like, in yeah. any way she performed because she is, she is a mutant. She always was a mutant. And when she's at her best, she's Magneto's daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all there, man. I think Wanda could be a great villain and I think that Elizabeth Olsen is just knocking out of the freaking park. She, she is. She has so much to do every week as far as this character goes. It's so nuanced and layered. Like
1: so is she's Paul great. Bettany though. Paul, Paul Bettany's Beth- fantastic. Yeah. And the two of them together have so much chemistry. They it do. would all, it would make me very sad if this ended up with him really dead and they have to let that character go.
3: So it's surprising how much chemistry the two of them have cuz Paul Bettany People forget this. Paul Bettany has been with Marvel since the first movie. Yeah. Right? He's Jarvis. He was just right, cast right. to be Jarvis because he got a cool British voice. And the fact that he just so happens to have this great chemistry with Elizabeth Olsen is a plus. Because, you know, we never really gotten to see this really till now.
2: Right. Yeah. No, you that's know? true. I mean, they hinted at it. But this is, I think, not Endgame, Infinity War, you saw some of it too. but mm-hmm. But yeah, like this is. Yeah, they're both great actors. It's they are.
1: It's, can, I, can I add a few more little little things in here? We're a WandaVision podcast. Yes, 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 yeah. Yes. So let's see the sword drone that Monica threw into Westville. The was number fifty-seven, which was a reference to Avengers number fifty-seven, the first appearance of the Vision. In the background, when Darcy gets onto the onto the, the was it the Ford base or whatever. There's a Jeep marked eighty-five twelve, which is a reference to nineteen eighty-five, the twelve issue series of Vision and Scarlet Vision Witch. Vision Scarlet Witch from Right. Steve um, And uh, let's see. Oh, Darcy got her doctorate. Yay, yeah, yay. yay. Um, Agent Franklin is not going to be Swarm because Swarm was Fritz von Meyer, not Agent Franklin, not the not the B guy, although he may come back as something else. But there are some people that say that he was he was recast as the ice cream guy in the background of one of the one of the scenes. And, and, and on the whiteboard, Jimmy, it, it, when you flash the whiteboard and Woo is like writing stuff down, he was basically just copying questions that they had on Twitter for this series. <laughs> it's like, you know, why is this happening? What is this? And then there's, there, you, you didn't see, if you look in the bottom corner of the whiteboard, the word scrolls is written there. Well, cause we
3: are, we uh, do have secret evasion coming.
1: We shouldn't get there yet, but I mean like, yeah, we've got, but, we've got that on the horizon they're like again like i i know they could be gaslighting us on some of
3: this they should be they damn well better be gaslighting yeah. us on some of this cuz why would you?
1: but i but you know i'd be very very upset if they pull another ten rings i mean i don't i think they won't do that. that one i want
3: and, i want to see mephisto with baby hands and
2: and, and
1: and
3: that's actually not mephisto that's master pandemonium that's not oh, mephisto. sorry. so i don't <laughs> want to see that i do want to see i do want to see mephisto i think because it's just I don't know man I want him to, I want them to ball up and put the freaking devil on the show cuz he's an important part of the Marvel universe mm-hmm. yeah like and, mephisto and, is, and he's not really the devil he's kind of the devil he's proto devil he's, he's an important mm-hmm. part
2: of the story they've kind of stole the elements from to make this show yes. as well yes and I just want to put out there Cat Dennings is still hot as ever
3: she's she is so much fun like I really enjoyed her character in the Thor films mm-hmm. I'm glad they brought her back and I love Randall Park as Jimmy Woo. Yes. Like he was, he was, he, first of all, he was always great and fresh off the boat. Like he was fantastic as the dad on fresh off the boat. And he was, he was a joy in Ant-Man. Like, Yes. They cast they cast
1: so well. They really do. And I'm it, glad that these characters are back. Isn't it amazing that even their third string characters are... Third? That's like are,
3: fourth or fifth.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, but, I mean but but like even, even that tier of characters that they've got on these shows, like when they walk on screen, we're like, yes! And I think Darcy's much better written in this show. I think because, you know, in like Thor Dark World, she was kind of... They made her too ditzy, you know. But yeah. but she's got her doctorate now. Right. I mean, like they can't write her ditzy and still be competent, right? Thor Dark,
2: I I I, I like, know a lot of ditzy competent people.
3: That's true. There's a lot of smart stupid people. What do you say? Yeah, we're all Right there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thor Dark World might be their worst movie. I, I like Iron Man Three less, but Thor
1: Dark World might be the worst Marvel movie. The one that makes the least amount of sense. I mean, and, I don't. And the, the I don't know. The bad guy was just. Utterly so useless. For, so it was Christopher
3: yeah, Christopher Eccleson just it's like I want a boat. Yeah, so I'm gonna
1: do this. I want a boat. Yeah, you know, could have been all good.
2: right. All right. So I think so, yeah. I think we've talked enough. Yeah, we don't want to make this a Wandavision podcast.
1: Yeah, we've been we've already been on here forty five minutes. Okay.
2: <laughs> so all I'm saying is hold on to your hats for next week. There's going to be a scene in next week's episode if... that's going to make JD go.
1: Oh! If... That's all I'm saying. Thanks for blowing out people's <laughs> ears, Dave.
3: Dave. <laughs> Zoom will fix that. I like living in a spoiler-free existence. It makes life more fun when you That's don't it. have the when you don't have the cheat sheet. Okay. You
1: know? Yes. Just, just one thing that one last thing. I am amazed at how well written this is. Like I yeah, rarely, really... rarely get this excited and feel motivated to take the time to actually watch a show over again. In slow motion, frame by frame, at some points, oh my to, to, to try and figure things out. It's written so goddamn well, you know. And and it's just it's a pleasure because I figured like the CW after Crisis on Infinite Earths, I thought you know, okay, Endgame they've made it to here, and now they they're, they're going to bring in other writers, and it's not going to be as good because you know, like how can you catch lightning in a bottle again? And apparently, they never let the lightning out of the bottle. They're still hitting on all cylinders. And I can't wait to see what they do next.
2: Um, I agree. Yeah. So stay tuned. And of course, there will be more WandaVision talk next week, boys and girls. Superhero Speak presents WandaVision. (laughs) On that note, we're going to take our first commercial break and we'll be right back.
1: After these messages, we'll be right
2: back. All right, guys. Let's get into
3: a little social media bandit see why you gotta ruin the flow dude i was going good we're having fun having good conversation (laughs) now my head has to hurt my head hurt immediately when you said that i was like oh god here we go all right all right so first off we talked about
2: hbo max is going to be doing a harry potter series which made all of us go hmm to which Seager ryman said why not it's a far better idea than a wretched Lord of the Rings TV series.
1: Oh, my God. What world, is it? Go ahead, sorry.
2: The world is complete, the characters are accessible, and there are probably lots of side stories that can be told within the school setting that won't take away from the main story.
3: Oh, and, like, Lord of the Rings doesn't have a, I mean, like, that's crazy. Yeah. What does a wretch mean?
2: I don't know. I Like, I, like... I think wretched, so I don't something like that. Um,
3: wretched, I've heard, but I never heard anything referred to as a wretch. Sounds like a um, fake
1: word. A wretch, yeah. No, that's. Uh, I've heard wretched, like wretched. Idiot. Et- With et- et- etymology, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's no a wretch. Yeah, somebody's a wretch. They're 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 a horrible person, basically. Mm-hmm. Or 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 they're they're a, a person who's been Wow. A so, I mean,
2: word. I mean, you know, wretch uh,
1: is a word. Yeah, it's not a word.
2: Seeker. It probably,
1: it's this, probably stems from Middle is, English. So this is the wrong group. To, Middle Earth.
2: Earth. This is the wrong group to to put down Lord of the Rings to. I'm just
3: saying. <laughs> yeah. I,
2: to which Alex Scor yeah. I don't know, how to, replied, "I wouldn't mind a student exchange story or something of that vein for that magic school of the Balkans in the in the Balkans." I think it was Bulgarian in the canon. Hermione's sidekick was from there, I believe.
3: It says side dick, actually. So I don't know what they're trying to insinuate here, but. Oh, okay. okay,
1: (sighs) Fun times.
3: I have no idea. I I don't know what the hell these people are talking about. So Yeah, like, I mean, it's it's
2: probably details that are in the books that aren't in the movies, and I never read the books. Wrong crowd. Exactly.
1: Uh, JD, wretch, an unfortunate or happy person or the informal, a despicable or contemptible person? I can make things up too. <laughs> sure. It's, well, you know, you know
3: flouvia- Mary and Mary and active fluviating around the planet. See?
1: <laughs> so so we us- Webster and Webster and and you know Mary Munster, they they make stuff up all the time. So,
3: Mary yeah. Munster, who's that? Is that like Mary- Eddie's sister?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, I'll just sit here and be my sesquipedalian self and you can just... go. Uh, oh. Hey, don't
3: do it. that on camera. <laughs> we're on YouTube now. It'll get us in trouble. We've <laughs> already got one strike against us. We're going to get it. demonetized. Oh, wait, we're not monetized. We'll start owing them money.
2: <laughs> so so the other thing that we talked about last week, of course, was that Godzilla versus Kong trailer that we, you know, loved. And I tweeted out about it. And what got more... F- Traction on Twitter was the GIF I used. GIFs are great for engagement, man. (laughs) Of course, it's a GIF, I think, from like the original movie, and Kong is shoving a tree down Godzilla's throat. (laughs) To which Timothy Jones says, In this GIF, it's clear that Kong is making sure Godzilla eats his vegetables.
3: It's good wholesome humor. And fiber, you know. of Sour grapes. Nice family (laughs) cartoon strip. Available at finer newspapers across this great land. A lot of them, too. All right, Tim. Yeah, he's got, got good reach. Tim, the check better be in the mail. Uh, the check to the Godzilla people? <laughs> no, to us. I plug Tim's stuff
1: every week. It's my gimmick. Why I would know. you send somebody from Czechoslovakia through the mail?
2: Czechoslovakia <laughs> doesn't exist anymore.
3: All right.
1: It's true. It's Czech uh, Republic. Uh,
3: <laughs> you got any good Hugo jokes in there? Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, we like, off the rails. Some, like, Yakov Smirnoff former Borat, you mean. channel in Soviet Russia Podcast? you, or you podcasts you. There we go. (laughs) I found (laughs) it. It took me a minute, but I found it.
1: It's like looking around the dark. It's like feeling around. I was like for feeling it. around. Oh
3: my! Like, I can find it. I can. I can find it. I'm I know getting, there's I'll a joke it. there. I, I, I.
1: can sense it. It's not a
3: good one, but I went far and long for it.
2: <laughs> uh, it's Soviet Union <laughs> podcasts too. All right, I have to remember that
3: um, <laughs> episode title. <laughs> uh, a, I'm on a streak,
2: <laughs> and then Samuel Isaac Daly, call me Sam, retweeted us saying. I don't really care about the movie, but that's a fun gif. It is a good gif. Hmm.
3: It's Godzilla. It's, uh Kong's making Godzilla deep throat a tree, basically.
1: <laughs> Again, we're, we're on YouTube. Miss YouTube. We apologize to the children for the, that might be watching. Uh, for, for the children. <laughs> a the family children. show. For the children. <laughs>
2: <sighs> all right. All right. Okay. So let's 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 compose ourselves and move on. Of course. You guys remember we talked about Chris Evans possibly returning to the MCU. He denies it, but we know that all the actors do that anyway. To which the reality comics replied, He'll either be Old Man Rogers or it'll be a cameo. That's my guess. I'm still holding out that an out of continuity old man Logan, Old Man Cap story prequel to Logan. I'll write it.
1: That would be awesome. A lot in that. God, that would be... Aw- no, no, even better would be a oh, a Captain America, Logan, Deadpool, Three Amigos movie. That would... <laughs> okay, only if they're actually
3: doing the Three Amigos. Yes. Yeah. I want
1: them actually <laughs> inserted into the Three Amigos. Movie. <laughs> hey, it's Deadpool. Anything can happen. That's <laughs> what I'm
3: saying. If you're going to do that, if you're going, go all in. Yeah, I like it. That's
2: cool. Damn it. And then finally, we got, uh, we got a couple of nice... Mentions, plugs on uh, Twitter this week. Pizza and Parsec said, Need a ray of sunshine on a cloudy day? Superhello- superhero speak will brighten super it. Super
1: hell speak? Super <laughs> hell speak. God damn it. Super, <laughs> super hell super-,
3: we- <laughs> super. Where we review the Necronomicon. <laughs> Oh, you're on fire tonight. <laughs> My life's <laughs> gone. I got nothing else. <laughs> Superhero
2: Speak will brighten it. You know, and then hashtag nerd geek TV comics blah blah. Yeah, so so we really appreciate that guys. Yeah, thanks PP. And <laughs> and then uh, Drew Williams retweeted tweeted his own show but said Superhero Speak said that there's four thousand hours of videos going up on YouTube per minute. Here's another 12 minutes, added by my latest review Dad. of Battle Median Knuckle Bomb Number One.
3: Way to drag on our clout, good sir. <laughs> well, well done. Kudos to you. Yes.
2: Yes, truth. Good job. <laughs> Did He's... you
3: retweet? Did you retweet that, Dave? Of course. Yeah. See, it worked. Good job. That's exactly what he wanted. He got Smart what he man. wanted. Man. Smart man.
2: He's smarter than all of us.
3: Yes. <laughs> so <He's not> here. here. <laughs> <sighs> step one on that
2: note, boys and girls here is our good friend d square to tell you
0: as you can get more superhero speak follow us on social media so you can be a part of social media madness enjoying the show want to be part of social media madness make sure you are following superheroespeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page while you're there You can check out old episodes of the podcast, as well as some other great content. Check the site often, because we are posting some great comic reviews, as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter, at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them, at stars underscore geek. Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag Stars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Thanks for that, Don.
2: And uh, hey, don't forget do you- to check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast, available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. Did I get it right whole, that time? Or, you got it
3: right. Do you the whole relationship with Don started because I called him D's nuts on the show once? Yes. <laughs> like it's actually spawned an entire friendship and like working relationship. It's crazy.
2: <laughs> that is true. Oh my god, uh, he's still D's nuts to us.
3: I'll always ever be D's nuts to me. <laughs> <gasps> ah, we're, wow. about to lo- we're about to lose O'Grady on this week's show
1: it's like i know we shouldn't have passed around the nitrous oxide before this show but
2: i swear this is just water and on that note boys and girls <laughs> while john thinks about these nuts uh we're gonna take a
3: commercial break and we'll be right back <laughs> sophomoric after
1: these messages we'll be right back <sighs> all right all right, I mean, all right. Let's In move from sophomoric to to you know something else. <laughs> Alright, we're talking
3: <laughs> about oh wait, so sophomoric, sophomoric, check out the for the lead story mm-hmm. this week. Go ahead, Dave. What are <laughs> you talking about? Yeah,
1: sophomore to <laughs> sophistic, right? All, all right, right. So, Zach so Snyder's Justice League. Find oh, me something right. lo- yeah. Nope, nope, that's worse than sophomoric. That's, <laughs> that's right. A, bad bad direction, bad Fresh.
3: freshman morric.
1: So oh. we got a release date. Fresh Moronic? Yeah. <laughs> for
2: the Snyder cuts. Thankfully. I know we were all worrying, when was this going to come out?
3: We now know that it's going to be March 18th of this year. So is that when we're going to watch it live? Now, St. Patrick's Day weekend, so we can drink while watching the show and not feel guilty. There you go. Oh, I
1: didn't even consider the drinking aspect. Really? um, That's Well, at St. Patrick's Day. Like I, my last name is O'Grady. I, I am, I'm honor bound to drink. That's so what I'm saying. Might as well do it while so, I watch Zack Snyder do a four hour cut of of a movie I didn't like the first time. <laughs> right, exactly. So I haven't, I haven't put the poll out yet,
2: and no, and we've only gotten <laughs> feedback from Randy. Are you laughing at poll? <laughs> Trying to collect myself. <laughs> so about to make the easy joke, and only oh. Randy from. Uh, uh, <laughs> Colt forty five got back to it so far, but again, <laughs> if you want us to live stream <laughs> a commentary track for Justice League: The Snyder Cut, let us know in the comments below, over on Twitter, you know, on Facebook, wherever you follow us. Let us know. Should we be doing it for our own health? For our yeah. own health? For our own sanity?
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's for it's to entertain those people, right? Like sacrifice all our yeah. pain. But now here's the thing:
2: when the official date was announced. It only says streaming on HBO Max. There's a rumor that they were going to put it in the theaters as well.
3: They were, but I mean, we're not we're not COVID compliant enough.
1: Yeah, and and like, for four hours in a movie, Wonder Woman with, in the theaters with strangers, there's no way. <laughs> it's <laughs> also, also w- a four hour cut. That's true. Yeah,
2: but I'm saying Wonder Woman went in the theaters. You it's know, true. so well, yeah, but uh, now
1: we've got the new the new strains that are more catchy, and you're going to spend four hours in an enclosed space. Like you're you're I, begging. For I, watching it, a Zack Snyder film of all things. That's I, I, okay, I will That's say- gonna lower your resistance. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I will say that it's not
2: worth risking COVID over the Snyder Cut. That's probably a really bad idea. Just just put like, that out there.
3: It's like suicide, man. That's like <laughs> suicide by Snyder Cut. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna end it all. I'm gonna go watch the Snyder Cut in the movie
1: theater. Oh even God, even God. harley quinn would be like just 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 activate the bomb in my in my head don't i'm not i'm not no no way not gonna do I'm it coming,
3: elizabeth i'm
1: coming yeah
3: <laughs> come for the 50 year old jokes Stay <laughs> the 30 year old jokes
1: <laughs> oh. all right all right next no. go, go on we moving can, I mean... on from
2: snyder let's move on to to something we all enjoy of course, uh, our guest of honor here this week—we've got uh, good old, t- 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 oh my God, T'Challa sitting here. Thank you. Ryan Coogler has come out and said he is going to write and produce a series for Disney Plus set in Wakanda.
3: So, is this taking the place of Black Panther Two, or is this in addition to
1: Black Panther?
2: I believe it's in addition to Black Panther Two.
1: I am still wondering how they're going to address like, t- like. I'm, I'm assumed that gonna T'Challa is going to die in the, in the universe. Hmm. Right. Like Disney, Disney couldn't like, just say, Oh, he's, he, he took a mission <laughs> off with sword off I, world. I,
2: mean, I don't know. I, it's funny. Cause I'm, I'm with Montego Bradley from fans on patrol. Nice plug there for you guys. I, I agree with him. He said character is too important to the MCU to, to kill him off. Like,
1: well, yeah, but they don't have any other way. And and anything. What do you else mean they was,
2: don't they, they it's called recasting. They've no, done it they before. Said,
1: they said they aren't gonna do it with
3: this one. He well,
2: said Ryan Coogler said he's not gonna do it. I think yeah. if enough people say they want to recast, though yeah, you know uh, yeah, this the powers diff- that be will go recast. This one this this one's kind of mm. different. Yeah, I think this Why? one's different. I don't think it is. Because, because of the amount of respect.
3: Died. Yeah. It seems like this one is the one that you won't do that with. I mean, like they don't really do that. Like they didn't get they didn't recast like they recast War Machine, like I'm sorry, that's a character that really doesn't matter all that much. Well, and then they, the guy they, and they recast him early too. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah.
1: Before it was a
3: thing, you know? Right, same with After like
1: one film. So Yeah.
3: But I mean like there's too much there's too much accrued interest with, with oh, Chadwick right. both, And
2: they recast the Hulk as well. Where's yeah, the but that's all that's Again, also
1: before they, the MCU.
2: no 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 no. No. incredible hulk is part of the mcu
1: it is it
3: was different like it was distributed by universal unlike the rest of the marvel pre-disney stuff which was distributed by uh paramount so there are it is but it's weird at the same time and and edward norton is a giant pain in the ass so it's different recasting a giant pain in the ass who don't want to work with than a beloved person who who reached an untimely end Mm -hmm. and i think that guy would be whoever they cast we cast would be have a ton of baggage underneath them. I think they're better off just going with Sherry. I really do. Yeah.
2: I, I, oh, that I, would
1: be a great though. That's I, I what agree. happens to the comic.
2: I, yeah. I, I, yeah. And then and then T'Challa comes back from the dead.
3: Yeah, but I mean you could do that in a comic. You can't do that in reality. I don't know. I don't know because I
2: think if it doesn't do well then
3: it's gonna become a whole thing as well. You know I think I don't know. they I don't could think it's, I, I think if Kugler's involved it's not going to happen. When Coogler leaves, well, it's a possibility. But like, I'm I'm willing to see how that one plays out. All
2: right. Well, we got off topic though. Do are we like the idea of a show that takes place in Wakanda that isn't necessarily about Black Panther, but the the tangential
1: characters? I have, I have no idea what it would be about, yeah. but I'm sure. Like, given how much weight was behind Black Panther and the effect it had, say on the you know on the black po- population like how beloved it was and how empowering it was that i I'm, I'm assuming they're going to do something that will continue that you know that level of of i don't know respect and honor I, for this i mean I don't, it, like it should be interesting cuz the, well, the idea if- of wakanda itself is 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 wonderful you know it's it's basically like sticking star trek right in the middle of the babylon 5 universe right it's like you've got the, this this idyllic society in the middle of this shithole, right? So, like, I mean, Wakanda could fix it. They, there's there's a lot of things they could they could they could pursue. Like the whole thing of you know, Wakanda's got all this technology. They could be fixing all the world's problems. So that that opens up a, a can of like really huge mutant worms, right? So they could pursue a whole bunch of storylines involving how you know, how Wakanda tries to reintegrate itself with, you know, the greater society of the, of the planet earth, you know, everybody will be after their technology. Everybody will be after the vibranium, you know, it's, 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 you know, if they try to open up, which would probably be the last thing that King Chala would, you know, edict would say, you know, we're going to open up like in the end of, of Black Panther, he would, I mean, they would they would go that route, which means they're gonna to have to deal with politics and all this other stuff. And of course the you know the Greater Hero Society too and how it's gonna affect everybody.
3: There's a lot there that you've just that you've just prontificated. I wanna know how I don't know how you do a story with it. If Kugler has a take and has an idea, I'm interested. Yeah. But I, I still I don't know what the show would be. That being said, you know, show me something and I could easily be bought in.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and again, we've also talked about this before. Like, just because they announce an idea doesn't mean it gets done. <sighs> I know Marvel has a better track record. I think a real good track for, record mm-hmm. for announcing stuff and that gets made. But anything not named in humans.
1: Yeah, that's true. I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, they made inhumans. It was supposed to be was supposed to be a
3: movie, and then it got moved to TV because that was when Ron Perlmutter... not Ron Perlman, Ron Perl, Perl-, Perl- Perlmutter. thank you, Ike Perlmutter, excuse me, I was getting him and Ron Perlman confused. It was when Perlmutter was all about, you know, screw the X-Men, we'll make the, you know, we'll make the, infinite, we'll make the uh, humans are X-Men, you know, and never quite took off.
1: Well, they kind of
3: Well, they cut it. off Medusa's hair in the first episode. Yeah. yeah. Suck so this. What's the point? <laughs> but so. the comics were like that, too. Like they tried to get it going in the comics, and it never quite worked, so, you know, whatever. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see.
2: I mean, it's... Again, it, it was just announced a long way off before we see anything. I'm sure we'll see Black Panther 2 before we see this show. So, yeah. All right. But I trust Ryan Co- Ryan Coogler. Ooh. Speaking of things being made, my spirit animal, Chris Hemsworth, over on his uh, Instagram, has announced that filming for Thor Love and Thunder began in Australia this week. So, it's underway. It's getting
3: made. Some uh you didn't like it here, but I saw some behind the scenes photos. Yeah. Showing showing the Guardians and Thor with the long hair again. This is good. That he has He's long that.
2: hair
1: again? Yeah. It looks it looks right? like Hemsworth is back in shape too, right? No more fat Thor. Well, I don't think he was ever fat Thor. I think that was, you know, a body cosmetic. Suit, yeah, yeah
2: uh,
3: bodysuit fat yeah. Thor. Yeah, I don't think okay. Hemsworth did not put weight on just to yeah. play fat Thor. I don't, I'm sure he didn't work out as hard. I'm sure he didn't work out as hard, but I don't think that, I don't think he's got those kind of genetics to be that guy. <laughs> but yeah, no, it looks, looks like it's going to be fun. I'm very excited for this. Taika YTT is the man. So I'm excited. It looks like the Guardians are all back. I'm very curious that to see what a, they do with this.
2: That is a good question. I mean, and I know he had the long hair at the end of Endgame.
3: Did he have the long hair at the end? Of? I don't even remember. What yeah, X? I remember he, he, full, yeah.
2: he had the whole beard and hair. He let his that's, hair grow right. again and it gets braided when he brings the lightning on. I don't, yeah, that's, that's a all. really good
3: lightning that's all i forgot about that uh that's all still back the braid is back you know it looks it looks like they're kind of picking up right where they left off but it it, it like makes me wonder like that was the whole thing
2: hemsworth wanted to do was get rid of the long hair and change the character up that's why we got uh, ragnarok the way we did it's weird that now he's bringing the long hair back
1: i don't well, know it's not his the car- aren't we getting towards like thor force considering odin is dead
3: They've never really gotten into the Odin Force, so to say, yeah. and it looks like we're going right to the God Butcher stuff. So I don't know where they're going. This is going to be kind of fun. I'm, I'm very excited to see what what they do with this movie. Maybe they're coming can... from a lot of sources. Maybe we get Beta Ray Bill. I think it's possible.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, you got to remember, like we've opened up everything. So like the the Madness one is uh, like we've got we've got so, different timelines, different universes, and you know, Love and Thunder first... could include any. But I was going to say people. like.
2: Does, if Beta Ray Bill shows up, does he use
1: Stormbreaker?
2: Stormbreaker. Well, he's yeah.
3: got his own. Sword. He's got sword. He's got his own hammer. Like I forget what I forget what his is called. Wasn't his Stormbreaker? I thought like no it was,
2: Thunderstrike.
3: Uh, Thunderstrike is a different character,
2: right? But he used Stormbreaker.
3: That was the name of Thunder. I got It's hard to keep this stuff straight.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it, that's what it was. I don't think they'll bring him in. That would be weird.
3: Maybe. I don't see why. I don't, yeah, I don't do think that would happen.
2: I don't think he's popular enough, but I know a lot of Eric Masters, and uh, I know a lot of people want to see uh, Beta Ray Bill. So.
3: Beta Ray Bill would be cool. I'd like to see how they would do that.
2: And I always wondered, will they ever touch
3: on Frog? No, I don't think so. Uh, Maybe yeah. you know what? You know what? I I take that back. I could see that being a quick little plot inconvenience. Yes,
2: with Taika Waititi yeah, and I, the Guardians involved, yeah. By, yeah, I could see it.
1: By the way, Beta Ray Bill. His face appeared on the spire. Yes, in, in right? Ragnarok. And his his hammer is Stormbreaker, right? That's that's what I'm reading here. His his hammer you. was named Sor- Stormbreaker. Okay. So
2: yeah, so that's why I was okay. That's where I was really thinking. Like maybe he shows up, he doesn't have a weapon, and since Thor now has the hammer and Stormbreaker, he tosses him Stormbreaker.
3: Sure, it's mm. a different hammer than what he normally has, but whatever. Right. Some people don't like the Thorax. I'm good. Thorax. Thorax. <sighs> Set him up. Knock him down.
1: <laughs> what's the what's the bug's name on on Thor? <laughs> <It's> Thorax? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: All right, all right, all right. Okay, moving on. Everyone's favorite Batman was in the news this week. <laughs> George Clooney <laughs> has announced that not only is he producing a series, he's going to star in a reboot of Buck Rogers.
1: That's not going to work. He's too old for Buck Rogers. <laughs> I got. An,
3: that's what I was thinking.
1: I have another one for you guys. No
3: one gives a shit. No one yeah. gives a shit about Kids George Clooney don't or remember Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers.
1: <clears throat> we already had our modern Buck Rogers. It was called Farscape. Uh, so
3: that was like modern?
2: twenty years ago. Was the same modern? That's, well, that's okay. So I mean, but
1: but still, like, the modern Buck Rogers is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Yeah. okay, yeah, there And go.
2: I kind of feel like that's what they're trying to feed off yeah. of that vibe by doing sure. this.
3: I don't think – I think that I don't – because the people that remember Buck Rogers are like, you know, people in their 50s. Like, I don't good. think anyone – I bet Aaron Gray. Yeah, well, I you don't
1: know. Think,
3: yeah, I <laughs> don't think anybody <laughs> my age remembers Buck Rogers. I only know because I'm a TV nerd. Like, I don't think there's much – I don't think there's much interest in Buck Rogers. I mean, I'm going to say I'm wrong, I,
1: but – I mean, when you've got when you've got Marvel throwing around, you know, multiple space armadas and stuff now, nobody, nobody Star cared. Trek and Star Wars, and I mean, like, like nobody
3: cared about John Carter,
1: right? Yeah,
3: why? Well, would, that was why bad. Would they, they, too, no, I disagree. I actually like John Carter. I thought it was a good movie. It was badly promoted. It was terribly promoted. Yes, but I actually really like John Carter. I think it's a good movie.
1: I mean, yeah, well, I guess they were both like they both emanated from Pulp Fiction, right? Yes. Like real pulp mm-hmm. fiction. Yes, so, yes. but Buck Rogers was. But Buck is a ripoff
3: of John Carter. The problem with was so Flash Gordon.
2: Yeah, the problem with reboots like this is that they're trying to cash in on the name Buck Rogers. But like as JD's pointing out, only people my age and older care about Buck Rogers at this point. Right, and like there's there's nothing there. So unless you write an incredible script that really sucks you in
1: and have a good actor. Who's not, was he? 59 years old. He's 59 years old for crying out loud. That's not Buck Rogers.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh, You're not going it, to, it's not believable to see, has him as an astronaut who got sucked into time, you know, got frozen and sucked in time. You know, and then you how do you make to that... follow the
1: adventures of a guy who has to how do you swallow do that... painkillers every time he goes how running after bad guys? How do you make, make a that story
2: work nowadays too? When the, it was you know 1987, they sent their last deep space mission. Well,
1: they they put, they pushed the timeline forward, but the say but we this... haven't
2: had a space uh, shuttle in in decades. You know, I mean, I guess you could say a SpaceX. We have, space,
1: we have a space with SpaceX. We have a
3: space force. That's not as important. The problem yeah. is this movie's twenty years behind the top, behind what it could be. Like if George Clooney wanted to do this twenty years ago when he had some real value, maybe this could work as a star vehicle. Yeah. Now, like these are properties. Like they're doing this for the property purpose. And he, I think he's almost better off creating his own thing as opposed to just you know right. churning out a Buck Rogers thing that nobody cares. Especially were, if you are not going to get Twiggy.
1: They would be better off trying to reboot some God Twiggy. They would be better off trying to reboot something like the Greatest American Hero, and that, which would, they did. Which failed. would, well, Doctor, they, did, they was, did back then, but okay, if they rebooted wait. it now and had a good script, that would be more. They did. That they would did be, do the greatest. Didn't they do a Greatest American Hero okay, reboot? They, a they years did out? the Greatest American Heroine, but it was it was oh. kind of a it was. And a, they did.
2: A, they were talking about doing a reboot with an Indian American. Yeah, I thought actors. that happened. Didn't that no, happen? No, it never no. happened. No, oh, I thought it happened. Never. They, they, yeah, they and everything, but it never came out. Two things about Buck Rogers. First off, what was the name of the doctor? The the thing that Twiggy wore? Mm-hmm. Theopolis. Dr. Theopolis.
1: And I watched the hell out of that and, show. And, <laughs> and, and,
2: and anyone who's watched the show, you'll notice when Twiggy talked in the first season, he'd go, before he would yep. talk, they stopped that in the second season because they were afraid. Parents were complaining that their kids were going to start talking like that. It would cause... Speech uh, issues.
1: They had no idea. That's
3: (laughs) such an early 1980s, like, issue. Like, that is totally something my mom would have bitched about 30 years, 30, 40 years ago. Like, yeah, because even though he only did it
2: in the first season, me and my brother would walk around and do that all the time. So they were (laughs) right. They were right. (laughs)
3: The kids were going to do that. But, like, it wasn't going to cause a a speech impediment. Parents just didn't want to be annoyed by their kids. Which, too bad, you're going to get annoyed. It's what little kids do.
1: But it was it was a fun show, you know? Like if again it, it, I, but it's it can't compete now because that market is flooded.
3: That yeah. is the problem. Like, it's yes. like when they did Battlestar gosh, Battlestar is almost twenty years ago now. Like yeah. yeah. That was the that was the time to do it when there was still some the
1: original Battlestar Galactica, right? Not the original, not the...
3: No, no, no. The original Galactica, the Battlestar
1: Galactica reboot was almost
3: 20 years ago.
1: Oh, my God. Seriously? It's 2004.
3: That's 2000...
1: It's, you know, oh my 2001. God. 17 God. years feel, ago. I'm so old. It's math. It's right. The original the, the original Battle Battlestar Galactica was, was in the 1970s. 70s. 1970s, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm oh. saying, like,
3: there was still, like, the kids who grew up watching that show were ready for a mature version of it. The people who are maturing now are people my age and younger who grew up with different stuff you know i mean like i don't i think it's i think they missed the window on a buck rogers reboot yes
2: yes exactly because everyone always has to keep in mind that battlestar galactica buck rogers they were born out of the love of star wars yes they. that's were why that stuff correct made it, got made
3: because star you know? wars was a hit space yes. 1999 yeah all that stuff
2: mm-hmm. and the reboot of battlestar galactica was on the tail end of the prequels, yeah it was, yeah, so again, you're right, like if twenty years ago it would have worked, but not, 20,
1: now. not now, but the Marvel but look, universe has sucked all that stuff in now,
3: it really has like it, it, like all, almost all genre programming is going through <laughs> Marvel and comics in general now, and i just don't I just don't see a spot for. Battlestar Galact for for uh Buck Rogers in this crowded market space unless you have unless you catch lightning in a bottle and you just get an unbelievable show, but I don't think you get that with George Clooney. At this you, day. You'd I have don't. to have a writer yeah.
1: like J Michael Straczynski or somebody somebody of that caliber to or a write James, a good enough show,
3: or a James Gunn that can keep it fun, yeah. or someone like someone like that, or Kevin I mean, Feige, or you know, yeah, you need that type of a showrunner, somebody. Somebody who can bring the fun out of it. I just, I just don't have. I, I'm amazed we put this much time into Buck Rogers. I don't think this is gonna. I don't think we'll ever see this, to be honest with you. I don't think this yeah. is gonna see the light of day. I think this is one of those development hell projects.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. And speaking
3: then, of development hell,
2: and and then and our final news here. This is a screw you to Seeger Ryman, HBO. Well, not really. It's, but I mean, I always I put these in the same genre. HBO Max is going to be doing an animated series of Game of Thrones. I have no idea. Like, is this the books redone animated? Or is this like its own thing again?
3: You put Lord of the Rings in the headline for the email. So I was totally confused. So no, no, you're not wrong. Because I actually read this entire article. But my brain went to Lord of the Rings, not Game of Thrones. (laughs) So I was like, we had the animated Lord of the Rings. But again,
2: again. Yes. and and it also goes along with talking about things that are right off the to- coattails I do feel Lord of the Rings wrote off the coattails of I mean sorry wrong way Game of Thrones wrote off the coattails of Lord of the Rings
3: kinda because like the the Game of Thrones books, were big started like 95s when those things start so you're getting yeah. around the time of when there's a like zeitgeist for that kind of stuff because that's all the time when, when like you had xena and hercules are getting popular in the, the, the syndicated shows and then the right. lord of the rings comes out while those books are big and i do yeah i think it's the same case i think they missed their window i think there's such then, a bad taste for lord for uh, game of thrones hmm. and
2: and like that's another thing do you do it as an adult cartoon
3: yes
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah. better be an adult adult cartoon not a you know
3: well no it's gonna be like it's gonna be a cartoon excuse like because it's game of thrones and it's gonna be on hbo max not boomerang so i mean like it'll just (laughs) it'll be that it's it's cheaper too to do a cartoon like this rather than you know do lord of the or actually rings than doing game of thrones i just think they missed their another case you know we missed it the game like game of thrones no one taught it ended and everybody disliked the ending so there's a bad taste to the show
1: right exactly you know
3: People I like the ending, but I'm I am alone on that island. It's just yes. me. How did you like that how how? Made sense how? to me.
1: Well, if only if the writers suddenly got hit on the head and had amnesia for the whole rest of the series and decided to write it well, to that, cleaner. Did you the get the hit ending. on the head with a coconut? Oh, that, we talked about Gilligan's Island earlier. Um
3: <laughs> No, it's like this like Daenerys' turn into being a villain makes sense.
1: On yes. a dime? No,
3: it's a little quick, but I mean, like, it should have played out longer, but it it works. It makes perfect sense. But, can, we yeah, also, that, can
1: we also can we also
2: just you know point out that he still hasn't released the last book yet? Yeah, yeah.
1: He <laughs> yeah. got his trial balloon. He knows how to write it right now, so he he made
3: a lot of money. There's not a lot of incentive. He can take his time and do it as perfect as he wants, and it is what it is. And like. They I said just, that that was based on his notes, though. Like, that, Yeah, but it, it wasn't based on his book. It's different. Like, when you have right. the notes, it's different than actually having the book with which to draw inspiration from. True. You know? It's one thing to copy a dude. It's another thing to, like, you know, try to decipher his work to try to decipher and reinterpret it. So the show does take a noticeable dip in quality when they don't have the TV shows to play off of any, or the books to play off of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That being said, this shouldn't happen. It's a terrible idea. HBO needs content.
1: And, and there's, they're, scrapping every, they, they're scraping everything they can. Squeeze you know? the last bit of juice just, out of that. Just if yeah. there's anything on the cutting room floor, they're just going to throw it up.
3: Because. Yeah, I I don't think this is going to work. But again, these content companies right now, I was listening to some very interesting things. So we talked about the WWE to Peacock thing last week. These content companies are spending a ridiculous amount of money right now to put a foothold in the space. Right. Because cable is failing and they need to have like the idea right now is spend now. And be a survivor. So that's what they're doing. Right. It's like it's like it's like uh, the arms race, right? These these companies are like Russia and the U.S. are spending a bunch in hopes that the other one breaks, and then they get to acquire their content. Right. right. So there's going to be a lot of broke ass companies come
1: 2029. You yes. know, I truly yeah. believe that there's going to be a collapse and then a reintegration. Like we're already starting yeah. to see the – The you know, we talked, yeah, we talked about it last week.
3: Mm -hmm. You're gonna like these companies are spending a lot to create something, and they're, I don't see, I don't see how they make money back on these things, but they have to like they have to compete because the face of television isn't changing, it's changed, yes. And they're playing, everyone's playing catch up and they don't have enough stuff,
1: yeah.
2: I agree. So, I don't know, I don't even know if this is gonna ever get made. I
1: don't think so either. I hope not. I just really hope not.
2: Alright, well on that note we're going to take our last commercial break. I'll be right back with our main topic. After these messages we'll be right back. This is a fun topic for uh, this week. (laughs) We could all pick our three favorite superheroes that don't have powers and everyone can't pick Batman.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't have picked Batman even if you hadn't said that. I'd pick i pick I didn't no, pick Batman. But I'll be so. different.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, well, if you're going to be different, you can go first, J.D. Mm, Who's your number my, three?
3: Me and my big mouth. My number, because I'm, I'm going to this cold. I didn't plan this. So <laughs> I think my number three, I'm going to go with my gut on these. I'm going to go Luke Cage, my number three favorite non-powered superhero. But he is, he's indestructible. Oh, you're right. Luke Cage does
1: have superpowers. I'm okay. Indestructibles not a super. Is there something you want to tell us, Jamie? Oh, I, I was
3: thinking street level, not super. I, I missed. I thought we were talking about street level. Okay, non superpowered Oh, well, I'll just go Nightwing. Yeah, that's yeah, close like enough Nightwing. to Batman. <laughs> It's as close as the Batman. No, no, no! Very different, very <laughs> different, very different, very characters. different. Oh yeah, yeah. Tim, I mean, Tim, uh, me, Dick Grayson's very different than Bruce. Dick Grayson um,
2: actually has a good story arc development as a to becoming Nightwing, as opposed to, you know, Batman. His parents died, and boom, he went crazy.
3: So I reviewed. Well, subject, I did a review for Batman: Mask of the Phantasm this past week. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. had a chance to read it. It is still the best Batman movie ever made, in my humble opinion. What I like about really quick, this is a subject matter. What I like about Bruce Timm's Batman is he's never portrayed as a crazy person, unlike a lot of the, the live action interpretations of him. But right. there's this scene in Mask of the Phantasm where you know at this point in the, in, in Mask of the Phantasm, for quick review, he is he's failing at being a vigilante. He's not the Batman yet. He sucks at it. it's very Batman I Year one-ish. and he's fallen in love and he wants to get married and he's pleading with his parents' headstones to please let him move on. And then she leaves him and he kind of goes, oh, okay, I guess this is what I'm supposed to do after all. Right? So it's more of an inevitability thing that I'm crazy. I got to be a bat kind of a thing. It's more of Bruce just accepting that he's not allowed to move on. And I love that interpretation of it because it's very different than what we see. A lot of filmmakers want to make Batman the crazy man, crazy guy who puts on the mask. And I think Bruce Tim gets to it. Now, Dick Grayson suffered the same tragedy, but he came from a... A more of a close-knit family that didn't have, like, you know, American blue blood, you know, super prim and proper stuff. He's a carny, and he's got, like, the love and affection of his parents, and he remembers that before they died. So he's, like, he's really trying to help people from from befalling the same fate. Unlike Batman who claims it. Like, Batman can't not be Batman. Nightwing could not be Nightwing. He chooses to be Nightwing, and in spite of the tragedy, he has fun with it. That's why Nightwing's a great character.
2: Yeah. All right, John. Who's your number three?
1: Well, again, I didn't. I'm, I'm with him. I didn't really like plan this out. But I don't. Like, when powers. you say super, when you say superpowers, like you don't mean like inherent powers. But like we can't pick Tony Stark either because he's got a mech suit, right? No, no, I'll allow Tony Stark. All right. Well, that's not what I'm going to pick. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. Well, no, no. Oh, Oracle. Oh, I like it. Oracle. Yes, because her power is basically to make everybody else super effective. You know,
2: true, true. I mean, I, I, she's one of my favorite characters because after the unfortunate events of the Killing Joke, instead of just throwing you know Barbara Gordon away, they made her someone useful and part of still part of the Bat family. So yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, all right. No surprise. I think all three of mine are. Yeah, the, all three of mine are Marvel because you know you guys, you guys can pick the DC. And it's funny because I wasn't a huge my character. My first character, I I'm, uh, there's some stories from her I like in the comics. There's some stories, it's like, eh. I really fell in love with her in the movies. Of course, that's Black Widow. Mm. <laughs> you know the, the tragic. I,
1: I don't know the way she moves. You know so, <sighs> that. You know the ability. She's got some ability to stretch.
2: The tragic reluctant spy. You know, made mm. to made to be something that she didn't want to be, and then.
1: Turning on her, backstory. turning on her
2: people to you know have a better life, uh, get the red out of her ledger. So yeah, all right, JD, your number two.
3: My number two, I'm gonna go with Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow, more the comic version of Green Arrow yes, than the TV. Yeah, I didn't dislike the TV show. He just he's just very Batman light, you know. Oh, I think exactly that's the worst. And again, Green Arrow was a character literally created to be Batman light. But I think the best version of the Oliver Queen character is the one created by Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams. You know, the the uber-liberal, you know, rich guy who kind of loses everything but is so damn sanctimonious right. That he's that it's his pride and his arrogance and thinking that he's right all the time that allows him to stand shoulder to shoulder with literal gods and not feel overwhelmed by the situation. You know, the fact that he can look the, the Hawkman in the yeah. eye and tell him that he's wrong, a guy that could break his spine because he happens to shoot a, you know, but because Ali shoots a bow and arrow pretty good, you know, he thinks that gives him the right to be in there. It's like the audacity of Oliver Queen is what makes him an interesting character. Right. I think he's right.
1: usually right. That's think, like, he uh... is,
3: but he is usually right is a thing. But he's also, but he's not like cool about it. Like Ali could be a real dick about, you can say he's sanctimonious. Yeah. Like he'll, he'll tell you I was right. You know, where Batman just kind of moves on when he's right with stuff. Batman's like, of course I was right. Doesn't he, doesn't like dwell on it. Ollie will harp on it. You know, Ollie is kind of a dick. And that's I what think, makes him really good.
2: I think The Dark Knight Returns, I love the way they use Oliver Queen in that story. Yeah.
3: Like, it's a logical conclusion for that character to what he would grow into. Yes. Um, I really like, I really like Kevin Smith's use of him. Even though he comes he does have a supernatural comeback, like you get right. the you get the the pure Oliver Queen that comes back. I love Michael Barr, or yeah, Michael Barr. That's Michael bar's Oliver Queen. I love that version of the character. Like I I just and of course what Brad Meltzer did with him, it was just he's a really interesting character. And I really don't think we've seen the right interpretation of him, because you always get a young guy, and Ollie should be older than everybody else. He should be the oldest guy in the Justice League. You know, yeah. he should be a guy in his mid-40s who's seen some stuff. And like Tells these guys who have all these powers, you don't know. You don't know as much as you think you know. You know?
1: Exactly.
3: Like he's, the, he's like, he's like. The, I wouldn't call him the heart of the Justice League, but he's like the, the conscience of it.
1: Yeah, quis custodiet ipsos custodes. Yes, who, who watches the watchers?
3: That's all, and that's yeah, that's very much Oliver Queen. He's he's there a lot to question them because he has a different outlook than the rest of them. Being being the most mortal
2: of them. Right. All right, John, you're number two.
3: Can I pick
1: Booster Gold? Booster
3: cheats. He doesn't actually have superpowers.
2: No, yeah. he doesn't. He, He's stolen. <laughs> he Yes.
1: I mean, if 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 not, then I would go with either Black Canary. But if you consider her Canary cry, cry like too inherent, then I I'd, think, I'd go with Wildcat.
2: I ooh, that's good. Uh, now, I do think Booster Gold. He doesn't have powers. He uses technology to travel right. all the time.
1: Right. He uses technology. His whole thing it was it was the suit that gave him gave him the power to time travel and all that. But the 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 thing being that he's like he he started out like an basically an asshole like Oliver right and he gradually turns into this this true hero that won't even join the justice league because he knows it'll change time so he works in the background fixing time and protecting time right and he's like basically he's you know he 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 I mean he 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 has an entire arc Going from asshole who, who literally stole the technology from his time to go back and make money off of it to actually becoming the hero that, you know, he was pr- he trying to pretend to be.
3: be. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's like Iron Man, but none of the work. Like he did none of the work to become Iron Man. <laughs> right. 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 That's Booster. But he like, yeah, he grows. Being around the Justice League challenges him. Right. And he has to grow into the role. It's very hard to do in comics to create a literal arc with a character where you do see like gradual change and it works. For them. And, yeah, and that figure. change
1: started with his friendship with Blue Beetle, basically, yeah. I think. I mean, it's, it's like, that's a famous pair up, But the thing is that like, I, it, it really was in one of the comics where he, the justice league finally said, you know what, you're doing all this work. You know, would you like to join? And he turned him down because he knew, because at that point he'd already grown enough to know that. Yeah this will actually hurt time and I can't do that. Right. So. All right. Good choice, man.
2: All right. So my next character, he, he, he was originally a sergeant and then during the craze of James Bond, Marvel reinvented him. Sergeant Rock? No, not oh. DC. Marvel. Sergeant Marvel re- Marvel reinvented him to, to, you know, cash in on the James Bond crazes as a spy, an agent of a a secret organization, who he eventually led that organization. Then the character was reinvented in 2000s again in The Ultimate Line, based on the actor, the only actor badass enough to play him in real life, Sam Jackson. And of course, I'm talking about Nick Fury.
1: For a second there, I thought you were going to say Christopher Chance. (laughs) But that would have been a good one. But that's DC. Never mind.
2: I said they were all Marvel. I know, Jeez. I know, I know,
1: I know. I know.
2: But yeah, no, he's it's and it's funny because my brother was actually more of the Nick Fury fan when we were kids. He had a bunch of the comics,
3: the old Stranko books. Those yes, ones? yes, and the those Stranko
2: are, books. They're they're cool. They're very cool. Very very artsy. You know, something mm-hmm. that I don't. They, you don't really do in comics. Today. No, only no. indie comics get away with that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, that those books are like straight up like Andy Warhol style pop art. Like, yeah, you don't get something that 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 up to date with what's cool in the art world and comics today
2: no no yeah. no it's, it's straight you know storytelling in fact they don't even put on a of in anymore or uh, uh yeah. thought bubbles like all that stuff it's like ah, no, it's just a it's a movie on pages now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's Wide my number screen two. comics yeah Wide okay. screen comics. all right all right
3: jd who is my number two number one who mm-hmm. is your number one that is the question Oh, you see what I did there? You see, you see know what I did there? See Damn there. you! Yeah. Is that is that a superpower though? Being able to, to not have a face? No, he doesn't have a face. The he has he uses a um, chemical a spray. Agent. Yeah, yeah. Pseudoderm. That's that true. He didn't develop he just got it, and it actually killed him. So yes, he develops lung cancer. So. uh <laughs> It's, that's but that in itself makes him one of the most mortal heroes. Like I'm not my favorite version of the question. I have two two really versions of questions that I really love, not as much the Steve Didko one, but the the Denny O'Neill question who's really trying to find himself and loses himself in like Eastern philosophy. Mm-hmm. like that's a fantastic interpretation of the character, and the the Bruce Tim Justice League Unlimited, Fox Mulder on psychedelics. You know, where you think every, where he's believed everything is a conspiracy, and finds out that one of them is right. Yes, that is a fascinating version. Like I know Rorschach was the was inspired by him, but I think that the actual question is so much more interesting. Than it's it a shame
2: they haven't like really adopted him into some kind of live action. Yeah, hunt.
3: I agree. I think, that, and especially because the look is so cool. Yeah, right? and, Like if you did that, and it's never really been done in anything. Like I thought. I found an old, an old tweet from like, or when my Facebook memory thing when, when Arrow first starts, I, I, I jokingly said, when does the question come on this show? And they never did. And I yeah. thought the question would have been an interesting character to do in that world because he'd be so visually stunning. Like the guy with no face. It's simple, but it would look great. And they never really did it. They have never interpreted him other but, than those few episodes of Justice League.
1: But yeah, but in Bruce Timm's run, like he became a very pivotal character. For, yes, like, yeah, he's the linchpin of, of
3: the of the. I think it's, it's
1: the Justice League you know, Unlimited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't
3: remember which story arc it was? It was the third or the fourth season? I forget which one he becomes it was, the linchpin of.
1: It, it was it was the the other Earth. Like the was it the the Earth where the where the dark super. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the
3: dark, yeah, he, yes, you're right. Yeah. The, the one with with Amanda Waller, that's
1: because it was the whole thing where he, he was like, Yeah, what happens when Superman goes crazy? Right, and right. He was putting it, he put it all together. He put it all together when nobody else could, because not even Batman. A,
3: it was such a lunatic conspiracy that only he could connect the dots, right, right? And I just, I adore that kind of a character. Truth be told, when I was doing my stuff with DC, I threw a pitch in for the question, and they. Co- they kindly did not answer. Hmm. While they were talking to me about other stuff, they politely ignored when I said, Hey, who's doing up the question? I got an idea. And nobody said no, they didn't care. So, you know, in another in an alternate universe, that whole thing worked out for me. <laughs> but this one, no. I just pontificate. But yeah, the question is my favorite non powered superhero. But
1: that's another one that would do really, really well with a good writer. I mean like I that. Yeah. I think Brian Bendis
3: was gonna do some question stuff and now that he's kind of now that DC's cutting everybody's he's no longer DC exclusive, Ugh. I don't think that's gonna happen anymore because of the, the problems at at Warner. But yeah, there's a there's a ton of potential in the question. The Denny O'Neill series was fantastic. What Bruce Tim did with him on Justice League Unlimited was amazing. All it needs is another fresh voice. Especially especially in this politically charged climate, I think there's great question stories to be told. Well,
2: John, who's your number one?
1: Well, I was going to say the question. Yeah, um, <laughs> Why me- do you think I exclaimed? I mean, ugh. I mean, my runner-up was, you know, was Christopher Chance, the the, the, human, the target. human target. target.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. So no, no abilities except for the ability to basically take on the, you know, like a better was it, he's better at taking on somebody's appearance than you know Batman, and he his whole shtick is. You know, he will impersonate somebody who who has been targeted for, you know, being murdered and he'll either, you know, trick the person that's coming after them or, you know, take them out himself. And he's worked with Batman and, you know, he even appeared in the Arrowverse. There was a TV show on him, which was really, really good. I don't know why. You know, it's 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 a shame that it ended. But I don't know what? What are you saying?
2: Yeah, two, two shows. shows. Yeah.
1: Two shows. Mm-hmm. There was one in the early nineties. I think Rick Springfield played him in the first one. Oh my god! I didn't even know about that one. I just know about the later one. Both are. Right. I enjoyed both quite a bit, to be honest. You, you was cool
3: about, about uh, the the question and the human target. Is they're both like mirror images? Like the question is a man without a face, and Christopher Chance is a man with every face.
1: Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, but it, it's really good because it's really cool because he. And and this this is the theme with the the people that I usually pick is like I like when you outsmart the bad guys because it takes it takes better writing. Not every writer can do that. Like you know, it, you, you always get the last minute you know friendship power up or you know the dux machina mocking or whatever. But it takes it takes a really good writer to be able to write a character that thinks their way out of something and does it in such a way. In a world with working mechanics that have really hard set rules, that the main character can get themselves out of trouble by thinking their way through it and literally outsmarting the bad guys. That's why I like um, Jim Butcher so much because the Dresden Files—he's constantly outsmarting the bad guys. And co- and like even though you're you've read all the books, you know you still like get to it's, a certain passage and you're like, "Holy crap! I, why didn't I think of that?"
2: So That's why I, it's why I love the ending of the first Doctor Strange movie.
1: Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. It's like, you know, that that's one of those things that the, how it should have ended on, on uh, YouTube would have picked had they not done that. You know, it's like, well, why didn't, why didn't you just do this really simple thing and just reset time? Every- well, that's what he did because it's, it's brilliant. Right. You know, how do you catch, how, how do you catch a, a, an immortal enemy? Well, you put him in a time loop for the rest of eternity. Hey, so, they're not going to like that. They're going to they're go they're going to negotiate.
3: Does a character like Christopher Chance work in the DC universe, where you know you are around all these gods and monsters? And I've often thought that maybe he doesn't quite click in that universe because because of what you're saying. You know, like because like you're surrounded by these guys who don't necessarily need to play by the rules because you know they've been by their very existence break the rules. Does that diminish him as a? Hmm. As a potential force in the universe, you well, know?
1: No, it may, like
3: it, it, it man, makes him unique. I get what you're saying, but could he? D- does he? Does he work better outside of the DC universe than within it?
1: Well, you could say the same thing about Batman. I mean, Batman's oh, I have people only, have people Batman, have yeah. that. Batman's only leg up is like I have billions of dollars that I can put into R and D for all these cool toys. Mm-hmm. Like right. the same thing with the Human Target. It's like, but but they they they're both kind of the same shtick, which is. You have to outsmart people. Now, Batman is normally not written as well as he could be, and you know it's it's usually fights his way out. But when when you get a really good writer, he becomes the the detective. With Christopher Chance, he becomes the best spy ever. I mean, so I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's a certain there's if you want to have a really good universe to play in you got to have characters like this like you can't just have the superheroes there's got to be other like you know other spheres of of storytelling right? i
3: agree with you but i think the promised out world the thing with the christopher chance is like they don't no one play like i don't because he doesn't have a mask right which is really what batman's advantages he looks really cool right that's the thing about batman that's right. why he can exist in that universe christopher chance is just a dude who can change his face which is cool but like, I think that the comics struggle to tell that story more often than they like, because I just think in that world, like I think if Chris, like if a vertigo, like vertigo stuff worked better with him.
1: But, you but know? He, he doesn't just change, change his face. He no, I changes, know. No. I
3: get, but that's but what's the, everything. but what's the gimmick though? You know, like it all comes down to what the gimmick is, the character. And this is why I think he worked better in vertigo rather than in the DC proper, you know, because it's hard to be. It's hard to stand out in that universe like like Oliver Queen like Oliver Queen gets to wear a mask and gets to challenge those guys. Why couldn't that be Christopher Chance? Right?
1: Well, I think I think I think the I think it's even harder for him because he, yeah, he has, you know, he he, does, he doesn't wear a mask, but it's harder to deal with those people and keep them from not knowing who you are. No, I agree that you even exist.
3: I agree. That's the problem with the character is the crut is he the, the crutch of superhero storytelling doesn't exist with with the human the human target. You have to be. You can't rely on those shortcuts of superhero fiction with him. You know, right. and which just makes what make I'm saying what makes him cool is also what makes him hard to integrate into the universe. All right. Oh yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Pitch idea. Questions of chance. It's a buddy. Team up
2: of the question oh, and Christopher geez. Chance. Oh,
1: geez.
2: Hey, that sounds pretty cool, actually.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes.
3: Hey, if anyone from DC listens to our show, I'll write it. Um. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think I think that would work. You know, just like the old Green Arrow, Green Lantern books from the seventies. Hmm. The, those team up books they had. You know, the buddy books. All right. <laughs> so I think you guys picked exclusively DC. We
3: did. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So my favorite non-powered. uh hero from the Marvel universe. And it's funny because like I didn't have to think about it. Like he's definitely been always one of my favorite characters. And it's funny because he's only had miniseries. He's never actually had his own title until he took over the Shield. And of course that's Sam Wilson Falcon. You know, I remember reading the miniseries in the 80s, the first one, uh four part series, and it was just like, oh wow, they took this guy who's kind of like Cap's sidekick and made him a character. And it Hmm. was like this is really good, you know? And he was like, he came from a poor neighborhood and he was fighting for the, the people of Harlem. And, and it was just like, oh, wow, this is like, you know, he's not just Cap sidekick. And that's when I really started liking him as a character. And then, of course, I love him in the movies. I can't wait for Falcon and Winter Soldier because it feels like they're going to play on a lot of that stuff from the oh, comics okay. where he like wasn't ready to take over the mantle.
1: But the and the two of them together are going to be hysterical. We well, yes, we, we all know that it's, like, it's going to be lethal weapon in the Marvel yeah. universe. Yeah, this it's is gonna, true.
3: It's going <laughs> to be great. Now, here's a here's an interesting it is,
1: thing. It's lethal really weapon. All you, all you have to have is is Falcon say, oh, I was two weeks away from retirement." But doesn't that give you
3: doesn't that, <laughs> doesn't that doesn't that doesn't that give you the exact vibes watching the trailer? It you does. Don't you be like? Oh my God, it's Lethal Weapon, which is a great concept. Bucky and Bucky and the winner or uh, Bucky and and Sam. Bucky's Rig's lethal Weapon, yeah, <laughs> Rigs and Murtaugh, of the Marvel Universe.
2: It's exactly what they're going for.
3: It's perfect. I cannot wait for this show.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Now it's funny too because when I when I thought of the idea, of course, I looked up to think of who else is non-powered, and I I did like non-powered superheroes, and there was one site I found that had Marvel and DC, and Bucky was on non-powered, and I'm like. Yeah, I guess as Bucky, he's not empowered. Bucky had no power. Super Winter Soldier got plenty. I was about to say, but Winter Soldier has powers. So yeah, got that robot arm. Like that's mm. a power.
3: Yes. Yeah, I looked at the same thing. I looked at some of these lists. I'm like that person has powers. This person has powers. This person has powers. Yeah, and they didn't have, they didn't have Booster Gold for DC. And I'm like, wait a minute. He doesn't have powers. He, he uses technology. Because the people that write these things don't read enough comics to know who Booster Gold is. That's yeah. why. That's right. Those are fake nerds. You want to get on fake nerds, dorks that write articles for a living are fake nerds. Wait, you write articles for a living? I know. <laughs> All right. Well,
2: fake nerds. That's our that's our topic. So we'll you know let's wrap it up like we normally do with some recommendations for our audience. JD's trying to think of something real quick. So John, you got any recommendations?
1: <laughs> All right. Well, as usual, I have an anime recommendation. <clears throat> really? Yeah, no yeah. way! I, I'm, I'm shocked know.
3: to hear that. Surprise. Uh 6 My, year... my girlfriend was a lethal sponge.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I I, I I'll have to check to make sure that one doesn't exist. Ate I all mean, all the motor oil. I no, mean, nah, this one is more conventional. <laughs> and it actually goes along with what we were what we we're talking about with these non-powered superheroes. There's 6 years ago there was a, a series called World Trigger they came out with about 60 or, or so episodes and then it ended i'm not sure exactly why i think i think the animation studio that was putting it out went out of business but it recently got picked up so now they're having a quote unquote season 2 which i'm hoping is going to be another 60 episodes but it is not your standard anime there are no last minute friendship power ups they're, they're you know power friendship or whatever it is it is the the guy who's writing the manga is all about tactics and it is, you know, and taking advantage of small, uh, small things during a battle. And it gets really intricate and it's, it's really satisfying to watch a, a bunch of guys who are not as good fighters as everybody else, just winning fight after fight because of tactics. And, you know, it's got, it's got a quote unquote tournament arc, which is standard for animes, but it's probably one of the, better ones i've ever seen and the the anime and the characters are all very unique and and you know fun to watch so uh world trigger it's called and uh, it's on Crunchyroll so i would i would go check it out because the new season's out now and you know you know that you're going to get more more episodes jd uh i'm not sure what i recommended last week but this week i'm going to do uh, i'm really getting into
3: this dc infinite universe app dc universe infinite app terrible mm-hmm. title Great, great app. I really like how, I really like the interface. I like how easy it is to find. I love Brian Bendis's take on Superman. I love it. It's really good. I think he gets the voice of the character much better than I expected. He isn't doing the whole Bendis speak thing. I like his interpretation of John. He writes John Kent, he writes Lois and Clark like the parents of a special needs child, which is what John is. Hmm. And there's a great, like, the, they do the whole thing with the – the, they retcon Krypton, they blow up a Krypton a little bit, but that's okay because it really – it's really his examination of Superman and, and his role in the 21st century, which we've seen before, but it works on a different level here. And like I said, I, what I like the most about it, because I, I don't like people who don't like Lois and Clark together. Like, the two characters work so much better together than they do separate. Yes. Like, they just – they work like so they're it's not, almost necessary. They they are at this point they are necessary because like a single swinging Superman just doesn't it doesn't work. Superman is a dad like he should be that role, mm-hmm. and he's a good one in this. And I I like it. I think there's going to be a lot of influence taken from this into the new Superman TV show that they're doing. But uh, man, I, I I slept on this because I wasn't reading comics actively at the time. But now there's like sixty some issues that I can just knock out on my own on this app, and they're really good. Like. It's it's not the Marvel Bendis stuff, but there's still some Bendis-y things. But it's a good they're good reads, man. They're really good reads. I highly recommend it. Cool. Cool.
2: Well, I will recommend that you head on over to superheroespeak.com where you can check out the podcast every week and reviews by our good friend D Square and eventually articles by our good friend JD. Eventually. Eventually. And also if you're watching us on YouTube right now, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. I recommend that you do that. Leave a comment, leave a like. And actually, it's funny. I'm going to go a little outside the box this week. Of course, you can see that I like my collectibles. Uh, I know, I collect Marvel Select, but I know a lot of people out there like the Marvel Legends action figures. And they just announced they're going to be releasing retro figures. it's going to include Magneto Hulk, Jean Grey, and I can't remember who the fourth was. Oh, Human Torch so they're they're retro based off the original marvel legends figures they're carded just like the original figures i believe they're coming out in the spring so if you're a collector i think these are going to be pretty hot so keep an eye out for them i think i will be picking up the hulk because he's my favorite character out of the ones that are coming out and i'm not a completist so yeah look take a look for those if you like collectibles and you like marvel legends uh these should be pretty cool all right On that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for hanging out with us. Don't let your kick be caught in the door. Have a good week.